So uh, we have been in healing, and we will continue that next week, and I think a large portion of it will be question and answer time. How many have been blessed out of the healing uh, class? Amen. Me too. I've been getting a lot of stuff out of it. So you got any questions about healing, definitely bring them next week. And um, anybody that's watching, you can send them in on the website. And uh, one thing, one of the things that we'll look at uh, as we finish up is just anything that you have that's an issue, that you've had an issue in, a pre in the past, uh, we will uh, address it and look at it and, and uh, take our time with it. We don't have to rush, and uh, it's been a good class, though. So this morning, we have some special guests with us. Uh, this is Robert and Tamara Nichols, and uh, we have been friends for almost five years, and uh, we met in Branson, which I was in Branson when we got this building in March. It'll be five years ago uh, in mm -hmm. March, so... Um, that's how I can keep up with that. <laughs> so we, uh, anyway, we met there. We were at Keith Moore's church at the Branson Victory Campaign. We got to be friends. We've been good friends ever since. We always see each other at different uh, conferences and such. And, uh, man, the Lord uh, has his hand on these guys, and he's got favor on these guys. Matter of fact, uh, Brother Copeland, we'll talk more about this. Brother Copeland's magazine this month, you know, you recognize this guy? <laughs> I mean, that was like this month. So that's pretty cool. He's got a testimony that's pretty huge. I'm sure you might mention that uh, today. But uh, we just want to welcome you. And uh, I'm just going to take a seat and ask you a couple of questions. But y'all have been traveling. And you have been you did have a church up in Connecticut. You still have some ministry that you're doing uh, all over the place. And you've been traveling. And I just wanted to uh, hear what you think the Lord is doing. And, and let these guys say welcome to you. And then uh, we're going to have you minister here in, in a few minutes. So we're looking forward to that. But uh, what do you, um, what's been going on? Hey, good to see you. <laughs> I, I just saw you like five minutes ago. So I'm still catching up too. So that's awesome. But... Uh, Y'all, I know, and just so that y'all know, they called uh, They called earlier this week and said, you know what, we're close, and the Holy Spirit seems to be possibly leading us to come and visit on Sunday, and, and I thought, wow, don't know how all that's going to work, because I knew the schedule, but then as I just prayed about it, the Holy Spirit said, yeah, that's right, so um, I was looking forward to seeing you anyway, and didn't know the capacity that he would have you uh, in this morning, but uh, as we prayed it out over this week, it became evident and clear to me, so I'm just happy to have you, and I love seeing you guys always, and I want to hear what's going on, so uh, tell us where, where you've been, what you're doing, and uh, catch us up to date. So. Well, as you mentioned, we, we pastored in Connecticut for six years, yep. um, and we went to a conference in Texas this past February. Uh, where Dr. Savell was preaching called Open Door Assembly at Eagle Mountain Church. And because the Lord let us say, you need to be in this meeting. So, okay. So we, we, we drove, we drive to Texas a lot. Um, sometimes people find that crazy because it's 30 something <laughs> hours. But when God has sent you, yeah. it's yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so we do it and we enjoy the whole ride there. And when we show up to the meeting, we heard it was a blessed meeting. And on the way home, the Lord shows us that we're to shut down the week to week operations of our ministry, which is called Word of Faith Ministries. And we're like, shut down. I mean, <laughs> okay, Lord, how are we going to do that? Like, what are the people going to do that are attending? And, I mean, but he just gave us the plan step by step. We had another year lease on the building we were in, uh, but he showed us favor with that. We, the owner let us out of the release, no penalty. Uh, yeah, so, amen. I mean, so we knew the hand of God was on it because he confirmed his word with signs following. And so we, we proceeded to, like I said, shut down 
the, the week-to-week operations and go. He said he desired us to go to full-time travel because that was one of the things that the Lord spoke to our hearts when we first stepped out to ministry. When he first called us. He yeah. said that we would be traveling. So he said it's time to get into that. Yeah. So within 30 days of returning home, everything was, was closed down. And we were in the full-time travel. So that's how we got to where we are now. And like you said, we've been traveling all over the country since yeah. um, to conferences. So how the Lord even led us here today was that we originally were out for a two-day conference in Texas. Right. Okay? By the time we get home on this trip, we'll be on the road for 18 days. Right. Which we didn't know until the Lord revealed this. So step by step, we headed yeah. to Texas. We attended the conference we were supposed to with Dr. Savell. Um, but actually before we got there, he had us hold a meeting in Aiken, South Carolina. Right. That as the Lord spoke to us, same thing. We called, called the pastor because he said, right. we don't call anywhere to ask for a place to preach. So I really fought that like, Lord, hold on now. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to call and say, you know, I if, get if, if you believe we should be there, you, that, that minister is led by your spirit. Have right. them contact us. Right. But as we were driving down the road, he says, no, but that's not good enough. I need you to call. And he gave us the words yeah. to say so that it wasn't asking for a place to preach. But yeah. it just made them aware that we're available. And, just yeah. like that, and that's what happened here. As we called Pastor Brian, is let them know we're available. We're close. And yeah. we're going to show up to service regardless. Whether we're preaching or not, we're coming to service. So we just wanted to let you know. Um, and then you be led on what the Lord is showing you. And yeah. we're just willing to do whatever our part is in it. Yeah. So that's, that's how it took place. We went to South Carolina, had a meeting. Went to Texas, had a meeting. Came back to South Carolina. Gave us, the Lord gave us four days off as like a vacation in between. Hallelujah. And then <laughs> we headed up here to, to see you guys and be with you guys. Yeah. So um, that's how it started. But the Lord has just really been blessing us. And he's really been, along with the, 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 the testimony in the magazine, the Lord really has just put us out there, as it says, to really encourage believers to stand in who they are in Christ. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's on us strong, strongly. Um, and just to be right at home with the people, you know, yes. um, yeah. regardless of where they are. You know, uh, 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 so just be aware to, 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 to draw. Yes. On anything, and that, and that should be the case anytime you come into the presence of a man or woman of God, but to draw out the answers you need. You need, okay? Regardless of what the shell may look like when they come or... Just don't focus on that. Just focus in on the heart of the matter. Yeah. And the Lord is going to give you answers. Yeah. He's Amen. Give you answers. Yeah. I, we were talking the other day about just how important it is when people actually put a draw on a minister. And, you know, what people don't realize is y'all can change the whole service. Mm -hmm. It can be, you know, I can go one direction, but when you start putting expectation and faith on drawing out what God wants to bring through somebody, uh, the Lord will start meeting those uh, draws. He'll start meeting that expectation. And uh, he'll answer your questions directly. So what you're saying, <coughs> excuse me, what you're saying is basically if you've got something that you need, put a draw on it right now. And that y'all should take that not only here, but also into the meeting at 11 as well. And so we had... Um, uh, gracious, I lo lost my train of thought there. Well, um, right before go you ahead. Start, yeah. To add to that point, because of what Brian, Pastor Brian has just spoken about, that God w is going to obviously provide answers at the 11 o'clock service. Understand, like I just explained, we originally left home for a two-day meeting <laughs> in Texas. We are here in North Carolina 16 days later. Right. Some of you have questions, and it's no coincidence that the Lord sent us here with answers. So, I mean, you not even have to look at this as a, well, okay, that's possible. No, it's actually happening now. You are in it. Yes. Amen. Yeah. There's something going to come out of us that's right. for you. Amen. 
And I may not even know what it is. I don't need to know. <laughs> I just need to obey and do it. Yeah. So, I mean, your faith should be high right now. Yeah. And if it's not, you got about an hour to get it there. <laughs> because, I mean, you really should be expecting. Yeah, amen. And, 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 uh, and the Lord is designed to tell you even ahead of time, before he speaks about whatever it may be. Yeah. Just so you're really primed. Because yeah. it's only because of the Lord that we're here. Yeah, amen. Well, which is only because of you guys. And we had, um, I, I, we were talking the other day, and I said, it's the last couple of months has been very different because we, as a church and as a body, we just came through two years of, of pruning. And then when that completed on Wednesday night, we said, everybody who feels like Boomerang's your home, be here. We had a Wednesday night. It was a, called a new day for Boomerang. You know, people can still go watch it. But from that moment forward, things have been different. And we haven't had services as normal. I mean, we've had services, but they haven't been like they were two months ago and two years. Those were good, but it's just been at another level. And the Lord has been allowed we've always allowed this but man he's been interrupting services or interrupting our fleshly plans to bring out his and and it's been awesome and one of the things that i wanted to tell them is and to even increase expectation is there's very few people that i can talk to uh about things of faith and uh, obedience and favor that actually will um be able one to receive it two, to comprehend it, and three, be walking in it, right? But these guys are. We're, we've been able to have conversations that we can't share with a lot of people, but simply because you, when people are not ready and they're not at an all-in point, they can't receive everything. But these guys, have been, we've been able to have conversations that I can't have with most ministers, much less you know, with most everybody. You know? And so I, you should put a draw on that. Hearing me say that, you should say, man, they got something for me today. And um, you know, just put a draw on what the Holy Spirit's doing with you all. So. Amen. Um, you asked wanted to share some of the things that we've seen. Yes. Um, Back in January, I think it was, we we left home. Just this was before we were full time travel, and the Lord sent us to South Carolina, and we were just going to attend a prayer meeting. Nobody knew who we were. They didn't have no introductions. We're wearing regular clothes, and we're just sitting there. And all of a sudden, the Lord starts prompting us that these people are hungry, yeah. and you need to impart to them. And um, I think you mentioned that, that we're ordained by Dr. Jerry Savell. Well, um, and we've been imparted, you know, from the Lord with a lot of giftings and all the people who've laid hands on him and all the people who've laid, yeah. Brother Copeland has personally laid hands on us and Reinhard Bonnke and a lot of people that have imparted to us the gifts of the Spirit. And we were sitting there and those gifts start just <laughs> burning and turning yeah. in us. And I'm like... I believe we have something for this people. So I just raised my hand and said, you know, I, if anybody in here is hungry for change, raise your yeah. hand and the Lord is moving. He'll, we're going to lay hands on you if you're, if you're sick or whatever. And they hadn't seen the gifts of the Spirit flow that way before. And before we got done, every single person in that room had raised their hand. And the Lord gave us a specific word for each one of them. And there were people that had been dealing with some diseases healed immediately yeah. and amen we, we just heard the testimonies and they were sharing with us the things that had changed but one of the things that is very 
interesting is that this was a ministry that seats at least a thousand and they had gone through a pruning and they had been used to religion and they'd been used to a lot of things and a, a board that runs the show and things like that and God just whittled down everything so that the people that were remaining were the hungry ones right and God is is showing favor to them that they're managing this building that you know in the natural is way too much Right. But what the Lord was showing us is that the hungry ones are getting on fire and yeah. God is going to do a big work in that Amen. area. And that's what I really see happening here. Yeah. That as you've gone through changes and as you've seen, you know, maybe some faces have changed. Probably so. But if you're here, that's because you're hungry and that's because God has something to do through you. And it's big. Yes. It's big. It's, it far exceeds this room. You're not going to yeah. be able to contain it, what God is doing through you. Amen. Yeah, amen. And I know uh, last year when we were right kind of in the middle of that process, and um, I'm, you know, Nicole and I are standing and we're, you know, believing God and everything, but on our flesh, it was <laughs> tough, you know, on our flesh. In the spirit, it's light and easy, but in the flesh, it was tough. And we were having to put down our flesh, and, and we were having some pain that some people had caused us and everything. And, and uh, right on time, you sent me a word uh, that I've been meditating on all, all year. And, and basically it said, your best times are in front of you, and they're getting ready to happen. And, uh, man, I drew a lot of life out of that. It was huge, and I just appreciate that. Now I get to tell you publicly, so ha-ha. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, it meant a lot to me, and it that was a word straight from the Lord that gave me strength right in the middle of that, that I needed. I needed that strengthening, so that was really beautiful. And so, um, so I know in January you went, I believe you went to see uh, Dr. Savelle, and uh, then recently he had the meeting this in Texas a few, couple of weeks ago. And then um, uh, you said Reinhardt. I didn't know y'all had hooked up with him. But uh, I know that you've been traveling. And one thing that I would say is uh, you have an opportunity today uh, with some people that are being obedient to the Lord and seeking him for everything. And you have the ability. They're still in ministry even though they don't have a church. But here's what they don't have. They don't have people necessarily that are tithing and giving offerings all the time. And you have the ability to basically give into their lives and help support their ministry. And so today, later on, if you have uh, feel the Lord leading you to do that, do it out of love. Seek the Lord if he wants to give you something. Uh, just write for uh, Robert and Tamara Nichols on the envelope. We'll make sure it gets to them. And, uh, but we want to bless you as well, just as a church. And, and I, I want to bless you just because of obedience, because it's, it should be more prevalent in the kingdom. <laughs> and, uh, but I have found that you know, even leadership a lot of times is not uh, as obedient or listening as they need to. And that's one of the things I've always uh, been very appreciative. And uh, from a kingdom person to another kingdom person, thank you for seeking God and then being willing to do crazy stuff for them and be obedient. <laughs> and uh, I like that. And it's because the, once you have a group of people that's able to listen to God and then be obedient, other people can look at that testimony and say, well, if they can believe God, I can believe God. And uh, you've given me that testimony to be able to tell people, to, to talk about, and encourage me, hey, there is somebody else out there that's doing something and listening to the Lord. So thank you for that. But um, we're going to, I think, normally we wrap this up about, uh, 30 after, but let's push it 
this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's go a little bit further. So what do you think that uh, you see right now? Because it's November 2015. Uh, we just finished the blood moon thing, and uh, and uh, did you guys see that from here? No, it was cloudy, oh, the last okay. one. Now, okay. one of them was beautiful, but uh, from here, it was cloudy all night. We couldn't see anything. We're like, hey, look, clouds. <laughs> so, and that was it. But um, what do you see the Lord doing in the world right now? And uh, we've been talking all year. Our theme for this year would be the light and uh, got the little logo and shirts, and we got shirts on. Yeah. So because what we're rising up to be is... Um, we play a part in this, and it's not a time to be playing games. We can have fun and be in complete joy, yes. but it's a serious time in spiritual matters. So he's leading us to a place. We haven't been talking about as much the details of what to do every single day, but we've really this whole year been going over where are our hearts to be who God's called us to be. And one of the things uh, I know in Isaiah 60, uh, it says in verse 3, it says, First of all, rise, shine, your light has come. But then it says in verse 3 that kings and nations will come to the glory of your light, come to your light. Uh, and we haven't seen that in the church, but it's a new age, it's a new era, and it's a new time. And the Lord is turning up the light for those that listen. So what have you been seeing on that? <laughs> well, we have seen a big stirring uh, in people's hearts to demonstrate um, yeah. The Lord was told us last year that this year would be a year of miracles, signs, and wonders. And if you're familiar with Dr. Savell's word, it manifest, visitations, manifestations, and demonstrations. And that's been happening all over. I mean, there's just yeah. been an outpouring of healing and miracles and people who are hungry to, to serve God with their whole heart, but not to live as status quo. And to not yeah. be ashamed to stand out. You know, you're going to stand out. Yeah. You, uh, you're just. It doesn't matter if if there are storms coming, and there a lighthouse is meant to shine, yes. and it stands firm and strong regardless of what's going on. And God is really bringing a miraculous supply to His people. Yes, people who you know, and as you said, sometimes people aren't giving the way you know you would. In the, that the word says to do it, but you have to be willing to go anyway. Yes. And what's going to happen, you know, from the, toward the end of this last quarter and then into 2016, God was showing us that people who have been unwilling to quit and unwilling to uh, back off, people who have been faithful, he is going to pour out yes. supernatural supply. And if I could take a minute to, to yeah. read the, the Lord gave us a prophetic word for 2016, and um, I'll just read it to you. And, and you mentioned the blood moons, and so you're all, you all are familiar with that. But uh, significant things have changed in the spirit realm. It, there yes. have been, this is a big time on God's yes. calendar, and you're right in the middle of it. So this is what he said. 2016 will be more of the same, meaning the visitations, manifestations, and demonstrations. Okay, but an acceleration of miracles through Jesus name, the momentum has started and will continue to rise. The markings by blood moons in the skies declare that times have surely changed. Yes. And a jubilee and release has been proclaimed. Captives will go free who've been bound for years. Victory will be accompanied. Oop. Here you go. Hold on one second. There you go. <laughs> Victory will be accompanied by joyous tears. 
limbs will grow and the dead will rise. I will reward the faithful, that's you, with surprise after surprise. Keep going and rejoice. Preach Christ and proclaim. 2016 will be a year of Jesus' fame. In the news, in the papers, miracles declared. To a world many Christians thought didn't care. But they're watching and waiting for the manifestation of God's sons. The church will prevail with a shout as one. Y'all been yes. talking about unity. Yes. Watch and see. Operate in this anointing anew. And 2016 will be completely supernatural for you. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen. We can get you one. Yeah. 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 We'll get it. Uh, I think you emailed it to me. I found my email. So, <laughs> yeah. Amen. So apparently we grabbed uh, not a good battery the first time. That's all right. All right, cool. Thank you. Amen. Yep. So do you have that in a file that if it, I don't remember exactly how you sent it to me, but we'll be able to yeah, get it to you. So yeah. You can just print it right from the file. Okay. All right, good. We'll share that with everybody. So amen. We can put it on. Uh, we can put the PDF online under the sermon notes as well. We'll actually try to do that between services. So, so that's exciting yeah. stuff. Yeah, amen. You, you stayed steady, and you're going to see supernatural things in your home. This is not just for ministering to others, yeah. but for your own life. Yeah. Overflow. Yeah. Abundance. What would y'all say if you have... Um, what would you say, all right, say you got somebody that is completely, we did a series this year all in, so <laughs> what would you say if you got somebody who's completely sold out, they're living for Christ, all of their decisions are for him, uh, they're not living for themselves, all right, those people are doing good. They're all in this yes. word, right? Amen. They're going to see these things. What about the people that are like, they want to, I want to be all in, and I want to do those things, but I know I haven't been. But could we take this and say, hey, you can get in on this too. What would you say to that? Well, you guys got me going to put it back on properly? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, what I would say to that is, number one, go for it. Make the change. It's never too yeah, late. There's still right. breath in your body. Make the change. Now, am I promising what you're going to see or will you see it in the light that you're dreaming of according to that word? I can't promise that because the word didn't come from me. Right. <laughs> it came from the Lord, and I'm not in charge of handing out the blessings. So, but I would say he's faithful. Yes. He's forgiving. He has mercy. He is love. So it's a good chance, <laughs> even if you haven't been perfect or you haven't been going at it as hard as you should, that when he sees the sincerity of your heart when you do make that change, He's probably going to let you still in on it. Yeah. And it will be a good time. But, um, but, but, but definitely, that is true, what Pastor Brian is bringing up. It's going to be dependent upon that sincerity of that person's heart when they go to make that change. If they're making the change not for true love of God's sake, if yeah. there's yeah. anything of, well, because I would just like to do better. I would like to live better. I, I want more for my children. And... and you know, anything yep. somewhat selfish in there, it's not going to happen. Right. It's not going to happen because that's the thing. And that's one of the things that uh, Dr. Zavell was preaching heavily in the conference we just came out of. He was like, not everything in the Bible says is for every Christian. There are things in that Bible that are for the faithful yes. Christians. 
we can all be in the body of Christ, which means, yes, we get to go into heaven once our flesh dies here on earth. But it does not guarantee you once you just get saved to have the type of life that Jesus came to right. give, right. that life and life more abundantly. That's right. That takes faithfulness. Yeah. That takes a, a diligence. Yeah. So um, it, it does require, uh, uh, as we continue to live this out and walk this out, there are degrees. There's levels in the body of Christ. Understand, it is a kingdom. It's not a democracy. It's, not, it's a kingdom. Kingdoms have order, have rank. And I may end up going to some of this in the 11 o'clock class. Uh, if you look at the story in the Bible when the centurion came to Jesus and wanted his servant healed, yeah. he talked about being under authority and having authority. He recognized that there's levels here. Yeah. Okay? So he, but he honored Jesus on the proper level, and he received what he was seeking to, to, to receive. But there's others who didn't honor Jesus on the level they should have, and they didn't get what they were looking for, right. even though they desired it. Right. So, so it is true. If you have a sin, that, that sincere heart is going to be the key. Not whether you did it perfectly, not whether you never messed up in the pro. Uh-uh. Not that. It's that heart is the question on, did you do it right? Yeah. yeah. You could have messed up five times as you were attempting, but that sixth one, you were on it. And the entire time, you were desiring truly and sincerely you're going to hit the mark. That's yeah. That's what grace is for. That's why Jesus came, because he knew he wouldn't be perfect. Yeah. But he doesn't see perfect as not a mistake. He sees perfect as a sincere heart yeah. and yeah. correct motives. Yeah. So definitely, anyone with a yeah. sincere heart, maybe I haven't in the past, but you know what? I'm going to get on board. Yeah. They can hit the mark. Yeah. But if you think you're going to get on board and look like the rest on the outside, well, I said the words, I raised my hands, I just yeah. attended the services, but when it comes time for payday... <laughs> Your check is not going to be there. And you just got to know that. And, and the thing is, don't deceive yourself. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't show up to any workplace and just throw on a uniform and then think, just because I got a uniform on, everybody else does have here, I'm going to get paid. No, right. they didn't hire me. I actually didn't put in any work. Right. <laughs> right. I just put on the costume, basically. Yeah. That, if that won't work in the world, how do you think that's going to work for God? Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a uh, big, what I see right now happening more than anything is, there's a separation oh, yes. between people mm -hmm. that call themselves Christians mm -hmm. and people that are actually living it. Right. Uh, there's a big separation. And uh, I was thinking, it, you know, it's almost like in, in our homes, a lot of the homes have like uh, a fan that will turn on for their heating and air. Mm -hmm. And it will blow air. There will be a force of air. But then you have the filter right and so that filter is having air forced through it either by suction or 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 by pushing it through it and but what happens is generally the pure air is allowed to go but the the ones that aren't pure they're having to stop at the filter and that's what we're seeing now as the pressure in the world is rising in a corrupted world it's putting pressure and what's happening is most of the ones that are getting being called Christians but not actually being Christians they're getting stopped they're running into issues they're running into problems but the people that are purely going after God with all their heart we're seeing them move on and and they're going to continue to rise and grow and um, what, but as an encouragement, one of the things that the Lord's really been talking to me over the last couple of weeks is this, is that um, God, and, and I'll explain this, but God is more concerned about your direction than he is your position. 
Okay, so in other words, a lot of times what we, the devil has you looking at position, okay? So in other words, it's like, well, I know I just came out of sin, and, I'm, and so what he'll do is he'll condemn you about your position, but if you'll get your direction right and head towards God, and you just keep your eyes and your race on him, you may stumble, you may fall, your position may be I just fell, but the point is keep my direction on God, you're at that position no matter what, turn your direction and keep it on him because a lot of times what will happen is people start going after God and then they fall, they trip, they mess up, they, they uh, have a temptation and they miss it, right? And then they're like, oh, God, I don't even want to go to church because all those people live holy all the time, which isn't true. <laughs> and uh, so it, it isn't true, but keep your direction on God and when you'll be amazed at how far your position changes as you just keep him in your focus and keep him in your direction. So. Amen. And promotion, if you remember, comes from God. Yes. So even when you've missed it, yes. you know, there was a day that Joseph was weeks away from his promotion and everything looked destitute. Yes. He was in prison. You know, his brothers had sold him. Everything looked bad and all those kind of things. But there came a day when his set time had come, and it didn't matter what was going on. Yeah. The favor of God hit his life, and he was promoted, right. and only God could have done that. That's right. So the promotion and the blessing and the things that God, the rewards that are coming, he said that you have to believe that I am and that I am a rewarder of yes. those who diligently seek me. And that diligence comes, as Robert was saying, from a heart that's after God. Yeah. Yeah. And some people's promotion doesn't seem fair. I mean, the blessing that's happening, we're seeing people that maybe are fair. brand new. They're brand yes. new to the word. And, and, and they're coming up and receiving healing. Yes. And there's people in the back that said, I've been looking for my healing for 10 years. This doesn't seem fair that that person got it. But their heart, God isn't fair, but he's, he's just. right. He's, he's just. just. Yes. He's just. So don't worry about missing it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about, uh, you know, what you haven't done. Right. Like Pastor Brian said, get your eyes on Jesus. and yeah. And... This thing is hitting. It's like a tsunami. That <laughs> you aren't going to be able to question whether yeah. or not it's promotion time. You're not. It, there's no doubt about it. It is overtaking your house. <laughs> and one of the major reasons why that sincere heart is so necessary during this time to receive what God has for you is because as you head, as Pastor was saying, as you head in that direction towards God, there are going to be some things that you're going to need to do, need to say, places you may need to go yeah. that may seem completely weird, strange, yeah. too extreme. I could never see myself doing that. Say, but because that's going to happen, you have to have that sense of your heart because when your heart has that pure motive, yeah. even though you may see that thing, even though it may seem too big, too tough, too strange, too extreme, through all that you still say, but God, I said I would do what you said Amen. do. So here we go anyway. Amen. Yeah. And I'm just trusting you to lead and guide me, as your word said. And you're just completely leaning on him. I mean, I don't care who you are. I don't care yeah. what you're used to doing as you continue to follow God. You're going to get out of that, that like, like we've heard mentioning earlier, that comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be, and, but what will happen is you don't have to remain comfortless. That would be oxymoron. Yeah. I mean, if we say, okay, well, God's going to push us out of our comfort zone, but yet he sent the comforter to us. Right. That doesn't make too much sense. Well, what, what, what did he mean then? It must mean 
I'm going to have to change what my comfort zone looks like. My flesh. So they're still a way for me to live comfortably in the middle of all this extreme things that are going on. I mean, you think think of it like any type of military training. When you talk to anyone who's been trained extremely in the military, they're comfortable living out there in the middle of the desert. Or they're comfortable sitting in the water for hours on end because they've trained themselves to get used to that environment. They're not sitting out there like, this is so horrible. This is so much torture. That's not on their mind. They're there to accomplish the mission. They're all in. So you're going to start doing some things like, like Pastor Ryan mentioned earlier. People look at you and say, how in the world do you guys do that? Yeah. Right. I mean, they, some people think we're extreme just to go to some of yeah. Brother Copeland's meetings and say, how do you go to church five times a day yeah. for six days straight? <laughs> and sometimes use your vacation to do it and pay to I get here. To tell them that. No so one paid you to come. <laughs> you paid to get here. And then you sat there for five services yeah. a day. So some people view that as extreme. But when you're doing it with sincere heart and you're in the place that God had you, it's just as comfortable as some other people may be sitting on their couch watching TV. Yeah. yeah. Just as comfortable for us. So you'll just, so you don't have to worry about, well, am I ever going to be comfortable? Am I actually going to be able to be relaxed or enjoy this life? Or is it always just going to be this, this extreme work for Jesus? No, it'll be extreme work and comfortable. Yeah. yeah. And comfortable. As long as you're willing to flow with the Holy Spirit, like I said, with that sincere heart. You know, the Lord said to me when we started doing all these wild things, and I'm thinking, Lord, I want stability. I want, yeah. you know, I want to know what's how he said, Tamara, if you want stability, be stable. Yeah, amen. Yeah. <laughs> how are we stable? We're yeah. rooted and grounded in the word of God. Yeah. You're led by the Holy Spirit. You do what he says. Jesus said, I'll, I'll only do what I see my father do. I'm only going to say what I hear my father say. So when you start dedicating your life, you know, the everything that you do and you start doing it as god shows you yeah. your, your stability is never in question yeah the stability is not based on your physical fleshly surroundings stability is based on your heart and where you are standing and walking with god and so in other words it's like we use this example all the time of jesus in the storm the disciples were unstable they were fearing for their lives but jesus was stable and when we learn how to live a stable life in rooted and grounded in Christ what happens is we will bring stability to an unstable world right. and that's what we're called to do that's being the light so yeah. go ahead one last thing I, I think you need to demonstrate with Pastor Brian about what it looked like for Peter when he was walking on the water and there's there's a revelation in that and I think a lot of you are at that point You want to share it now or in 11 o'clock? No, this would, this this would be good this here. Would be good. Okay. This would be good here. Um, so what Tamara is referring to is as <clears throat> Jesus sent the disciples out, told them to cross the other side, and he went off to pray. But then in the middle of the night, or you want to say early in the morning, he came out walking, Jesus came out walking on the water to the boat. And then that's when, they, of course, they saw him. And at first they feared, like, oh, is it a ghost or what's going on? And then Jesus tells them, fear not. And then, of course, Peter says, well, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come. So, of course, the Lord says, oh, come, because it's him, so come. And Peter now gets out of the boat and proceeds to walk towards Jesus. Okay, so now he's walking on the water, too. So sometimes people say only one person's ever did it. No, there's been at least two. Right. Okay? <laughs> Jesus and Peter, they were doing it. And as Peter is walking towards Jesus, as we know the story says, now, all of a sudden, the wind starts to blow and the waves are going. Why? Because Satan wants to now disrupt, get him distracted, get him 
not looking at Jesus, yeah. not focused yeah. on the word, but not get distracted around the surroundings or be distracted by the surroundings. And when Peter did that, he looked at the surroundings, he started, he began to sink. Yes. Okay. Which there's a lesson even in that, like faith didn't just drain out of him and boom, right. he was under. He right. began to sink. That's so right. you're not going to just like Pastor Brian's mentioned it. Yep. Oh, I messed up. I just can't go to church now. I'm not holy anymore. No. Even if you start to get off yes. the wrong path, you still have faith in you. The Holy Spirit is still with you. He said, he'll never leave you or forsake yeah. you. So you don't just got to think God is throwing you away because you messed up one time. Right. But I won't get into that one yet. <laughs> so, so as he's looking off, he begins to sink. So what does he say to the Lord? He says, Lord, help me. Okay, because he's starting to sink. So what did Jesus say? He said he would. And what is, the word says, if you want to stand up, Pastor Brian, the word says that Jesus, when Peter asked for his help, when he began to sink, reached out his hand and grabbed him. Okay? Helped him up, walked him back to the boat. Well, first of all, for Peter and for the other disciples to see Jesus coming on the water and not recognize him off the bat means they must not have been too close. Because if, if Jesus was this close to the boat, oh, I can tell that's Pastor right. Brian right here. I mean, come on. So I had to be far enough away. But yet, when he asked for Jesus' help, the Bible says he just reached out his hand. So he had to be walking for quite a while. So he was doing it in faith for quite a while. Until he got so close that he was close enough that when Jesus, when he asked him to reach out, his, or Jesus, when Jesus reached yeah. out his hand to save him, he was close enough that once he did this, he could pick him up. Yeah. Now the revelation is that, uh, that, that my wife was discussing about it. The point she wants me to bring out is the fact that he did good all the way from the boat. Right. But when he got this close, he decides to look off. And get distracted on what's going on. But he was this close to his destiny, to completing the trip. Yeah. So it's so important to stay yeah. focused. Even when you can sense times yeah. are changing. Something big is about to happen. That's one of the, the most frequent times that Satan would try to bring the distraction. Yes. Because he is a spirit. So he can see into the spirit realm. He sees the blessings that are coming to you. He sees the things that you're about to walk into yeah. and that God has prepared for your life. So he's going to try to shake you up right before you hit the mark. If he yeah. couldn't shake you up yeah. this whole way, he's not going to just stop. Right. So, so he got this close and decides to look off and begin to sink. Yeah. So if you lose focus, it's possible to miss out on your blessing to be maybe two feet away. That's right. Two feet away. So you, know, you have to stay focused until you actually achieve what it is the Lord has shown you in your hearts. Until you actually have received that desire. So it's very important. And sometimes people think, yeah. oh, he came running out. No, he just reached out his hand. He got this close yeah. and decides to be distracted. No, stay focused. Mm -hmm. You've been doing a good job. Keep doing a good yeah. job yeah. until you obtain. Amen. Amen. We, that, Amen. Yes. That he was one step away. One step away. We, we see it all the time in church where people will come in, they'll receive a change. Matter of fact, and they'll receive a change, and then all of a sudden, um, the blessings start showing up in mm -hmm. their life because they will. You, start, you get your direction on God, and your position will change. Yes. And the blessings start showing up, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden, they, they're like, hey, we're here, we've arrived, and then they stop doing the things that cause their blessings to change, and all of a sudden, all life starts going, they'll start sinking right away. They're not sunk, right. but, and they just need to 
keep their focus back. Right. And that's, focus you, back. you think about that with Peter. He got in vicinity of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's like when we get close and we can feel that victory coming, we'll yes. oh, relax. And that's the time to press in. Press that's, in. that's when you finish in. the course. Finish and just like Peter, if you feel yourself starting to sink because you got distracted, yeah. ask for the help just like he did. Yeah. Yeah. Holy yeah. Spirit, I can see I'm missing something here. I've gotten off. Help me. Show me where yeah. to correct this. And he will. Yeah. We, Nicole just asked me yesterday, gracious, we really pushed the time. <laughs> As, Nicole just asked me yesterday, she said, hey, where's those people at? You know, and they've been coming a while back. And I, and, uh, I said, well, and I just kind of smiled, you know. And she said, well, they got their bills paid and they got that spiritual problem kicked out. And then they were gone, you know. And that's just it. You've got to make sure that, all right, well, what caused that to happen by having your direction yes. in Christ? So I love that word. So Stay uh, connected. Yeah, stay, stay connected. connected. Connect and don't let go. So right. amen. Amen. Um, well, if you would, quickly, <laughs> let just, just pray generally over everybody that may be watching here or online or on an archive just for this time, and uh, then we'll move on in. You're getting ready to start the next service. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you so much. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for leading us all here today. We yes. haven't missed it. We thank you, Lord, that you have a special uh, word for each and every person in this place. And right now we speak that every heart is open, is continued to be open. They continue to draw, Lord. If there be any needs, we call them done right now in the name of Jesus. Financial breakthroughs are happening right now. As we focus on your word, yeah. Lord, as we focus on your purpose and plans for our life, you are handling everything at home. And angels, I command you to go. Minister finance to these people. Minister finance to them right now. Minister to all of their needs at home and to their family members and those that have been standing for salvation of their family and friends. I, I say, Angels go and, and be that perfect laborer uh, that they entertain you unaware, angels. And I command that needs be met today. And then I say overflow, overflow in abundance, not just the cup filled, but it's overflowing spilling out so that everything these people set their hands to do, Lord, will be blessed, that they have yes. uh, supply for every good work and charitable donation, that they have more than they even think they need, and that you'll begin to show them dreams. Those dreams that they've had will begin to be stirred up even more in the name of Jesus, that they will remember things that they thought that they wanted to do way back when, and now you are making it possible by abundance today. And I thank you, Lord God, for the word. I thank you for being faithful, and I thank you, Lord, that there will be testimonies and praise reports of things that looked like they weren't going to happen but today was the day of salvation today you have visited their house and i thank you for it and that's for everyone here and everyone watching and those to come everyone connecting with boomerang church and pastor nicole and pastor brian that they will have testimonies lord and know that they've come to the right yes. place in the name of jesus amen amen, amen. thank you guys so much for being here and we're looking forward to the next so thank y'all have a great day great day